Hello, magicians, it's me, and welcome to my second podcast. I promise someday I'm going to stop counting how many podcasts I have, but until then, this is number two. Um, I have manically decided to try to write a song for every podcast I release, so enjoy these garage band creations. Um, I have really had a lot of creative energy lately, and this has been really fun. So I'm excited to just write a bunch of songs, not care about how they sound, and put them on the internet. It's going to be great. Um, today, today's pod is about tarot. I pulled a reading from the universe, from my heart to yours. Um, it's just a game. Everything's a dream. And then I talked about the tower card because I think that is the scariest card and is kind of one of the reasons people get scared of tarot. And so just some thoughts about the non-dual quality of the tower card. So let's do it. Here we go. Love the dark.
To my show. I am Magic Mabe. Today I thought it would be really fun to pull some tarot cards and also talk about the tower card because I think it's the most uh, avoided card of all of the cards in the tarot deck. So I like to start with the number one scary thing and then move from there. <laughs> I don't know why that is, except I do, but it's fine. So let's talk about tarot. I love tarot. Oh, fuck. Who can't shuffle? I can't shuffle. Um, tarot is awesome because to me, it is a series of uh, archetypal symbols that can be arranged into stories that tell you things about yourself. And they, tarot holds uh, specific uh, entities or energies. I think tarot is just like anything else magical. It is you build it yourself. So for me, I have assigned certain uh, deity or archetypal relationships to certain cards. I have assigned certain energies and feelings to certain cards. And I think it's important to understand a little bit about how I view it because it's going to be filtered through me and my whole movie theater situation I've got going over here. I don't know if that makes sense. Anyway, so let's do some tarot. I'm going to ask a very general question. Sweet Mother Universe, what would you like to say to us? We will be open. We will be with you. And we love you. Okay. So what I do when I pull cards is I do it kind of pretty much however I want to do it that day. But I just kind of pick out some cards. I have developed a system in my stomach of yes, no. You know, that gut feeling that people talk about. This is a yes, that's a yes. And then I just pull cards until I hear a no. So I pulled one, two, three, four, five, six, seven cards. 
And another thing I like to do with tarot too is if like one card falls out or something, then uh, that is the card. Charlie, come on, dude. Please stop. All right, Charlie's on the table. Okay, what was I saying? If a card jumps out of the deck, I also take that as a sign that it wants me to look at it just because I think it's fun. Okay, so the first card I got was the Ten of Discs. It is arranged. Uh, oh, I'm using the Thoth Tarot deck, naturally. It is arranged with ten coins with varying symbols on it. Um, it is, I see the tree of life in it. It has the same crossing points as that symbol. To me, the, the ten of discs is like the most energy, the most earth, the most money, the most currency, like possible, um, or like the closest form or the fullest form of that energy. And so I think this has a lot to do with wealth, obviously, and like actual money. Anything with discs, I try to think of that in the earthly realm. It is the energies that make up this 3D manifested reality. And so that seems to be what we are talking about here with the universe today. Um, so then I will intuitively arrange the cards. So like I flipped the 10 of discs first and then I have three cards on each side that are not showing yet. So I'm gonna open them like three at a time, but mirrored, if that makes sense. So one on the left and one on the right each each time. And that's just something that I'm doing today. There's absolutely no reason for me to think about it in any any way. This is not really thinking, more like playing. Hang on, I need to get my cat off the table. Thanks, bud. Okay, so I think what's fun, too, about how I'm going to look at this today is the left is perhaps the creative emotional uh, heart polarity spectrum situation of a self and then the right hand could be maybe the more you know head thought masculine constructive side so we've got like feminine on the left masculine on the right obviously in energies and not in biological human um so that being said that's how i'm gonna look at that Let's start with the left. Right now we have the universe upside down, and I think that's beautiful. It's kind of like the universe saying, hello, welcome, I'm here. Thanks for talking to me. Um, that's how, how I feel about it. It's upside down, so that means in my world when a card is upside down, that's an internal situation and not an external situation. And it looks like um, what I love about this card is it's so, uh, it really is so beautiful. It looks like a theater and all of the fixed signs are, are blowing air out of their, you know, noses and mouths on the corner of this card. Like they're blowing something, making something happen. 
we've got a serpent that uh, Sophia is dancing on. That's what I call her. Um, and the serpent is like going deep into an eye of a pupil. So like awareness. Maybe consciousness, conscious awareness. So that's kind of what I'm getting out of this card right now is the universe internally is saying hello. There is the conscious awareness voice inside us all that is just simply aware of everything. And so I think that's interesting. Something that's happening on the inside, on the outside perhaps, we've got the three of swords. This is the sorrow card in uh, Crowley's world. I think that to me what I'm what this is saying just uh, just hear it intuitively is that there is a pleasure about this sorrow. The swords are going into this flower. And it just, normally I would look at this card and be scared by the confusion. There's a lot of like clouds and gray and shattering mirrors and sword energy is, is, can be really scary. And, but there's something about it going directly into the center of this white flower, I think. So when we are maybe working with this triad here of energies. We've got on the, the physical 3D plane, we're maybe focusing on growing all of our energies and maximizing all of our energies, whether that's like actual emotional, spiritual energy or love or actual wealth or whatever. A way to maybe balance that is to be aware of the internal awareness that is all of us, that is everything, loving awareness. And then bringing that, letting that be the, the lotus in your suffering and let all sorrow and pain point towards this, this doorway into loving awareness. And maybe that's how we can maximize our energies to manifest whatever reality we want. So that's level one. Looking on the other side here, we're going to flip two more cards. We've got the Princess of Cups. Um, I love her. She's so full. She's so able to swim around. I think a Princess of Cups is truly someone who um, makes it a priority to be full themselves, to be full of, of love, to feel heard and seen by themselves, like they're filling their own cup. There's not a lot of wanting going on because they she is satisfying herself. She's being able to take care of herself. And that's what I think about with cups as it grows up and up and up, as like you're just more and more able to embody fulfillment within the, a self um, in, a, in the, the bigger self, for lack of a, a better word, and not just earthly pleasures. And then on the right side, we've got the fortune card. It is upside down. 
So I think like this is again maybe a clue to the samsara element of reality, how we do go up and down. There is times of suffering, there is times of bliss, there's times of love, there's times of of breakup, you know, like Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. That's the all the times are there. But I think when you are um, maybe at a, the lower point of the of the wheel, you know, letting the the you know the princess of cups individual inside of you, the royal part of you, the godly part of you, um, enjoy the difficulty of those lower moments, and or just let them come in and hold you. Let the divine self be present in the suffering portion and that will I think that um, alleviates things I don't know I don't really know anything and that's important but there's something about the dance between this we're going up and down it's it's crazy but without the up and down without the wheel how would energy be able to be made you know so like there is like an element of um, this is a mechanism, this is how it, this is like an unavoidable part of this experience, and it's the up and down, the churning that creates the energy, and I think it does go back to maximizing your energies and manifesting abilities into this life. Um, and so, being able to hold yourself and experience your own pleasure even when there are times of suffering definitely would be a way to maximize your energy so that would be tight okay another one we've got here on the left side we have the chariot upside down so that is in internal once again and for me the chariot is a really special card to me right now it is uh, such a card of, of strength and calm you know he's holding his shield in front of himself he's completely covered in gold you know like he's completely safe and he's moving forward he's got these guardians in the front of him and to me this is also the card that I look at and I think meditation you know we're sitting we're sitting with the actual loving awareness that is happening in this very moment that is aware of all things enjoys all things you know doesn't judge anything loves unconditionally and um, this is the card for that so in my mind so these three here of the universe the princess of cups the chariot all kind of come together colliding for me in this be in relationship with the loving awareness part be completely mystified and confused by the fact that there there's awareness that lives inside your actual body and then love yourself and give yourself the support and care and attention that you truly need fill up your own cup you know and see your divinity in that and then in the 3d world meditate and, and hold that awareness like a pregnant mother, you know, like inside. And where is that 
part of you being grown, whereas the loving awareness portion, home-based situation. I hope that makes sense. And then on the right side, we've got one more card. The love card came out, and this has been really beautiful. And I, I think this really goes... Oh, this card just, like, makes me so calm, you know? It's interesting how we've got the, the cups transition here, too, right? Because it's, like, overflowing and... There's so it's all growing out of this lotus. The lotus seems to be a, a big symbol, and letting the all oh, beautiful, letting all of the the nurturing and growth of the uh, the loving awareness, letting that flower grow outside of you and popping outside of you, and then all of a sudden you're just you know dripping in love and pouring love out into the world, and I think that is absolutely. What, what would be, what is more pleasurable than that? I don't know. And so I think like on the right side here, just knowing that there, we are going in, through a dance. We're of times of sorrow and of times of love and that this is the up-down motion and letting whatever place that we, that we are in, whatever experience, whatever drama, you know, magic is creating in our life right now that there is this center point place that can help just keep things growing and keep, uh, keep, have a sense of unity, um, throughout life. Because I think like what's confusing about being a human being is every single day you are pretend you are a different person. Each day you have more information than the day before. You have new thoughts. You have new feelings. You are like physically not the same body. Like five minutes ago, I had a bunch more skin cells that I don't have. You know, like I'm not the same body. So there's this constant, annoying, ever-changing situation that has made us all very obsessed with trying to solidify an identity within ourselves because that would be comforting. That would be nice to know that things are not going to change so much. So I think in a paradoxical way, choosing to be all the time in love and aware, which like, I'm not saying I do that. That's insane. I'm still working on it. It's, like, really hard. But the pursuit of... Um, the pursuit of choosing the part of you that is loving awareness and, and lacing it through every single moment does create a sense of unification that I feel like the ego is truly actually looking for and is maybe just, I don't know if identity is ever helpful because the mind can never fully comprehend uh, divinity or what, you know, like the space before thoughts that would be included in this loving awareness situation. 
So maybe not identity, but it does give a sense of unification and it does quiet the, I don't know, anxiety about needing to be a person or needing to be another identity. It is incredibly relieving to not have to worry about being something and just being whatever you are because that's what you are anyway there's literally nothing you can think or do or say to change the fact that you are what you are in every moment you know I don't know if that makes sense either (sighs) you know these things that I want to talk about are hard to talk about and I'm not sure I'm very good at talking So I do find that ironic. I think some of the best parts of life are paradoxical. Like uh, not wanting love is what brings love into your life. You know, as soon as as soon as you can uh, be, I don't know, like less judgmental of yourself, then then you have the energy to go do that thing. there's something about letting go and surrendering and not needing to know that brings a sense of knowing. Like, and that doesn't really make sense either because I'm not saying I know anything. And so that's what's confusing and also paradoxical is I absolutely don't know anything. My words are nothing close to the thing that I'm trying to talk about and so I just think that's hilarious absolutely hilarious I mean what that's a joke that's like a that's like a comedy situation the joke is that it can't ever be said and like then you're creating forever about whatever the thing is the thing in itself is such a lame way to call it you know people some people call it god some people call it universe some people call it love some people call it uh atheism or like nothingness or like i don't know i don't fucking know So let's transition. I wanted to talk about the tower card uh, because I'm searching because the tower card is very dear and near to my heart, which I feel like is not normal, except in my world, it feels very normal because I really thrive in chaotic, painful, horrifying situations. Really trying to change that, which is honestly how I got into magic in the first place. So, wow, is it just not in here at all? One time, the one time I want to find the tower card, it's like, (laughs) no. Okay, here it is. The tower card. Okay. When I first started tarot, there was absolutely nothing more terrifying to me than the tower card. I would like 
pretend I didn't get it and put it back in the deck and feel really guilty about it. <laughs> um, because it just freaked me out so much. And I think this is really normal. Because you look at the tower card, everything's on fire, everything's falling apart, it's red, it's scary, people talk about it. Like, there's just a lot going into it that you would maybe already have some judgments or thoughts about. And also, if you are a person that has experienced, I don't know, trauma, uh, just has experienced any heartbreak or, like, life transition that wasn't welcomed, you know, whatever, like, anything like that, that's, it's gonna be like, oh no, that shit's happening again. So, and honestly, that is what this card is about. It's about the explosions that happened in life to everyone. That is just a thing. And I don't know where they come from. Uh, I'm, anyway, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. So, okay, so the Tower card. Here's why I like it. To me, nothing has been more helpful in seeing the non-dualistic perception of tarot and also just spiritual spiritual things symbols concepts beings everything has let's say a shadow self and a light self conscious self and unconscious self you know dark light there's this dual nature dual qualities uh that you can you can look for in every single thing so with the tarot the tarot the tower card that's like pretty easy to find the not great stuff right like i said things are falling apart everything's on fire when i've gotten the tower card it has actually meant like a pretty significant transition in my life last time i got one i ended a three and a half year relationship and i had to move and i had to pack all my shit up and I had to you know figure out who I am now that this you know other life thing isn't gonna happen and so it's like it was a pretty crazy chaotic time absolute it wasn't like you know it wasn't not manageable but Anytime, you know, a breakup or something like that happens, someone dies in your family, etc. Like, that's, that's chaotic. And that's going to cause for there to be really giant emotions that come up and just a lot of energy. So that's like, you know, that would be the not great qualities of the tower. The great qualities of the tower, however, are, th these are some ideas that I, I've had, you know. I think what I love about the Thoth deck is that actually, I feel like it's very good at not leaning too heavily into dark or light, even if it is like a dark concept or a light concept. It seems to have both of those available all the time. So with this art here, we've got an eye at the top that is wide awake, bright open. It's like light is coming into absolute darkness destroying an illusion perhaps so there's even though that might be uncomfortable 
there is an awareness, a gift of light, a gift of new building, a, a gift of new uh, opportunity that comes with the tower. Like, even though chaos and pain hurts, it also causes you to be deeply aware of how you feel and what your needs are. And there's this intense grounding element to pain and chaos that pulls you back into what is really happening in your life. And so that can be really horrible or that could be really fucking great. Because now you are kind of at zero again. And you have the opportunity to build whatever you want again. Or release shit you don't need. You can say, hey, this causes... This behavior, this desire, this emotion causes this dynamic in my life. I would really like to not do that anymore. That would be tight. You know? So, like, there is a gift of new new life that could potentially happen. And so I think what's also been fun for me is recently, especially with the Thoth deck, I have been looking at it through the lens of like sexual energies and using sex, um, you know, as like a really great mirror for what could potentially be happening alchemically between these opposing forces and also just seeing the symbolic nature of like you know the body and how that would get so these like shapes and you know the male body the female body those images are going to go so deep into our collective consciousness and so lately the tower card has been a great example of just like the orgasmic quality of the tower and how like there is this explosion a very male orgasm type thing where like there is this element of deep pleasure that is occurring in some of these very complicated, horrible things in our life. And lately, I've been reading Existential Kink by Carolyn. I can't remember her last name. Everyone go read that book. There's nothing that has moved my magical practice more than this book. And it's amazing. And so I think her whole her whole thing is that there is a shadowy part of us that secretly finds pleasure in absolutely every part of our life, including the shit that we don't like and that we think just happened to us, in air quotes. And so there is a lot of opportunity for fun when you can look at some of these things in your life that you don't like and and find out, hmm, how did I secretly enjoy that? And, you know, and I think there's something to be careful where it's like, I think you can go too far where the shame critical thing comes out and it's like, this is a really gross quality about you and then it's like your ego is like, hey, that 
you're not it's 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 better to go small instead of big because I've gone big a couple times and it was really dramatic in my own personal emotional world and I just think like this is a really fun book and a really fun concepts but I do think that you know the the, the the more I keep it in things that I have already grieved or not emotionally hot, the more fun this concept is. So if you're recently going through like a breakup or a death or something chaotic, transitional in your life, you know, like maybe maybe just spend your time grieving and feeling the grief of that and trying to hold yourself through that experience instead of trying to find whatever secret pleasure you're having um but anyway so like that's what I'm saying with the tower is why this card doesn't have to be so terrifying is my main point of bringing up all of this is the tower doesn't have to be something to be afraid of it can be a great gift of awareness, a great gift, the opportunity to take responsibility of your life so you have more of your life to create in. Now you can create new relationships. You can create new spaces in your life that do actually satisfy you and fulfill you in the ways that you ultimately want. And so that's what I'm saying is an is available along with the chaotic, horrible sensations of a tower, there is the option to see it as an opportunity for something new. And so I just wanted to share my thoughts on that with Tarot. And yeah, so if you enjoyed this uh, Tarot situation today, just let me know um, if you want me to ever do specific tarot readings about certain concepts or try to talk to certain deities or whatever. I'm down for that. If you want to have a tarot session of our own, just DM me at magic with add a K, Mabe, M-A-B-E. We can do tarot together. And yeah, love you all very, very much. I hope that you feel at home today in this very beautiful live moment. See you next time.
Show. 